Brandon Brands. Hey everyone, today we talk about two of the easiest ways to better connect with your customers. That's live video and messenger bots. Yep, I said it, messenger bots. Check it out. In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. All right, welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. Really excited to have everyone here. Last week, we had Stephanie Liu on the show. On Monday, we had Chris Strub on the show. If you haven't checked out those episodes, please do. They are so relevant to what's going on in today's media landscape and today's marketing world. Chris Strub, just this week, we dove into Twitter. We dove into social media. And even if you can't be active in these places, we give you tips on what to do to set up your profiles so that customers get what they need and still see the value that you're giving as a business and connect with you and are driven to have that relationship to connect with you. So check those out. Do want to remind everyone, if you are just getting started listening to the podcast, Mondays is interviews with these great thought leaders in marketing, as well as with entrepreneurs that have built brands that matter. On Wednesdays are solo episodes like this, where we dive deep into a topic that's relevant and break down some of the tips. And on Fridays is a little bit more behind the scenes, everyday life, and talking with you guys about your questions and whatever that might come up in the week. Appreciate you guys tuning in. I do want to say, if you haven't connected, reach out to me directly. I'd love to know that you're listening. You can post on Instagram to my account saying that you're listening. Or what I would love is go to brandonbrands.com and find the button right on the homepage that says, say, hey, you click that, you just literally say, hey, I'm listening. And we start a conversation. I'd like to get to know you. I'd like you to not be a mystery listener on the internet. So check it out. It's there for you to use so that we can have a relationship. Thank you. I appreciate it. And the show itself is doing pretty well. I still need your guys' support. We are heading towards top 100 in terms of marketing podcasts. We're kind of hovering in the 120 or so ranked space. Uh, I've peaked at 114, but I'm still hovering around 120 consistently. And we have about 55 reviews of the podcast. My goal is 100. So still, if you haven't left a review, please do. If you have a friend that you think would like this podcast, get them to listen as well, subscribe, and leave those written reviews, not just the ratings, but the written reviews. It means so much to me. It helps me work towards that goal of bringing in the best guests and staying relevant and getting found by those people that are looking for this kind of content. So appreciate your help and being a part of that community. And today, let's get into it. As I mentioned, it's about live video and bots. And as we dive into it, what I want to talk about is... The things that I learned when I was at Social Media Marketing World, I mean, there was a lot. I met a lot of cool people, attended some different keynote speeches and networked and, you know, like picked up some best practices. And if you haven't been to Social Media Marketing World or you haven't heard of that, uh, basically it's a place where people that are leaders in different aspects of marketing uh, and media and advertising, such as Instagram experts, Facebook experts, 
uh, bots and LinkedIn and digital content creation and Facebook group management, all the different things you can do as an advertiser. There are experts in each of these fields that give their tips and tricks out on what they think is going to help your business. And they do it in a very kind of educational and entertaining type of way on different stages throughout the conference. And in the meantime, there's also a massive networking plaza where you can meet all kinds of different people from, again, experts in marketing and media to business owners who are trying to get their things started or other podcasters or live broadcasters, whatever it might be. So a great place to meet really interesting people, especially in marketing and all the different facets of that. So what I wanted to share with you today is some of the things that I heard going on that are happening right now. And a lot of the topics tended to be around this, this idea, you know, besides building content and managing Facebook ads and Instagram ads, which tend to be common topics each year. The thing that stood out to me were all the different conversations around bots and around going live, because those aren't conversations that we've been having year after year. These are things that are starting to become more mainstream and a lot more advertisers and marketers are taking advantage of it. So wanted to focus on those a little bit today and talk about what I like about those things. And you know that, you know, we have to adjust as marketers and figure out how to use them. There are some advantages there. And one of the first advantages that I think of both these types of media is that you get to have direct conversations with your customers and not every medium gives you that opportunity for a back and forth exchange. So with live, especially which, I mean, it's everywhere these days, and I've talked about it a couple of times myself. Uh, with live especially, you get the opportunity to go broadcast yourself, put your message out there, and get feedback instantaneously from your audience on what they think and what's on their mind. So a lot of the content was, you know, how to leverage that. And, you know, they put it into ways that I didn't think about it. So as, as a creator, if you're a business or you're a, a marketing company or you're just a person or influencer, the idea that you can create one large piece of content using your live feed is pretty interesting to me because you can create that content and then use it to create more smaller content along the way. So one of the things that they talked about was the idea of, for example, capturing a 30-minute live broadcast on, you can use any channel, it could be Facebook Live, could be Instagram Live, whatever it is, whatever you want to use. But you're, while you're doing it, make sure you're recording it. And as you're finishing that topic, what you have after you've created that long form video content is you have something that you can rip the audio from and put into a podcast or put into audio clips. You have something that you can rip images from and post. You have something that you can take the script from and create a blog article or multiple blog posts. And you have content that you can create off of. You can say, well, this topic came up and people had questions about it and you write a bunch of uh, question and answer comments as a new blog post or a new social media post or as a picture with a caption uh, or as next videos or next uh, podcast uh, feed. So basically you can turn one long post into a bunch of other posts that feed the rest of your content stream. And I love that idea. It's not new per se, but I like that you can do it with live. For a lot of people, the hardest part about creating content is coming up with what to say. It's scripting out all the exact words that they want to say. It's you know pre-producing essentially the ideas so that you've distilled something down to a concrete concept. And that still has a place, but I think the idea that for the rest of us out there that want to create content more often, 
there is another thing you can round out your approach with beyond the produced content. You should still do that. But beyond that, you could also put out live content and use that to feed the machine of your media platforms. So then the value of doing that, if people want to know what that is, essentially, you know, the more content you put out there, A, you, you have more that people have to consume, but B, when you're putting, posting more consistently, there's more to grab onto for, you know, the machines that are processing it, you know, the platforms the social media tools that are, plat- that are grabbing this information, they have more to grab onto to pace you as a, as something or an interesting piece of content that they want to increase the chance of other people seeing. Cause you know, there are algorithms out there that judge this kind of stuff. Um, but B you're just giving yourself more room to be creative because as you come up with these ideas live in person and you're interacting, you get to create new conversations that can continue to live on and, and evolve. And that dialogue is so valuable as a creator. A lot of the times you don't get to, have live feedback or get questions in the moment. And those questions tend to be the most interesting part of the conversation. I mean, when you go to a conference and you listen to someone speak, and then you have the part of the the day where they have people come and ask questions and they get to answer those questions, that tends to be the most interesting stuff for me to listen to because they're asking questions that I might've thought of that the speaker, you know, hadn't come up with on their own because they're, you know, you're in your own world creating, you're not thinking of everything. But to hear the questions come from the observers and then to be able to react to that directly. And then in that conversation, it might spur someone else's curiosity to ask a different question. Uh, It just really creates newer and newer roads for you to follow in terms of the conversation and the content you're creating. So that's such a unique piece of, of live that, you know, can really fuel this, this idea of, you know, creating content for for your uh, business or for your personal brand. Um, so I love that element of it. Uh, and then for the people that are using bots out there, uh, really this is where you can use your messenger or your website um, to create you know, live reactions to people's uh, questions. And what I love is as you gather questions, you can add more answers and continue to adapt your responsiveness. Uh, you can use bots to deliver uh, valuable information. You can drop your eBooks and deliver um, different types of content or announce different feeds. It's another CRM essentially, um, and one that, unlike email, hasn't been you know completely ignored yet. And just the idea that as consumers are looking for an instant response, you can give it to them based on how they key questions in, and as they ask new questions, you can learn and adapt. It's so interesting to me because I keep saying on my end that the the Ideas that I love for, you know, in terms of building a brand that matters is this concept of making it more personal, making it something that your consumers can get behind and be involved in the process of figuring out what the value is that matters to them. And using a bot to learn and find out where the pain points are for the consumer and to continue to adapt that communication is, I think, very valuable. And one of those things that the the brands, if they start to take advantage of, especially larger brands, I think the smaller brands have got it figured out. They're the ones when they have the time, because uh, that's their problem typically, is they have no time. But when they have time, uh, they're the ones that have the capability to make changes quickly and try these new things out. So you know, I especially love what I'm seeing with the leaders in marketing and how they're, especially these uh, speakers and influencers, how they're using the technology to further their brands. Um, and just the, the power, that capability of, of 
taking in one-on-one conversations and using those to create um, better responsive businesses is so interesting to me. So I thought that was super, super uh, uh, fun to see happening and being more of a topic of conversation. The next thing that I think was, you know, very interesting and a part of the same kind of live and bot directed uh, conversation. One of the, the pieces that I found valuable was thinking of live, for example, as a place where you can uh, send people as a predetermined program time. So for example, like appointment viewing, like they used to have for television, you can create with live. You can let all your people and followers know where you can invite people, your friends or you people that if you're a brand, your, your consumers, you can invite them to a show that you can be consistent or it can be an event, but you can essentially invite them to say, hey, on Monday, uh, I'm going to be talking about this. And you can seed that information. You can send it out through your other platforms and channels and invite people in and say, hey, you want to talk to us directly. Here's what we're going to talk about. And you can create the content. You can even survey people and say, here's a couple things I'm thinking about talking about on Monday. What do you want to hear about? So you can actually not only invite people, you can pre-seed the topics so that the people that actually are interested in attending, you've already got some of their comments and questions uh, figured out. And the content almost creates itself at that point uh, based on what consumers are actually asking. How interesting is that? You don't have to sit there and rack your brain for what you think is the hot topic of the conversation. And you could say, hey, I'm going live Monday. Uh, What do you guys want to talk about? Or here are three things that I'm interested in, but do you like those? What's your favorite? Or if not these, add your own. And you can just see how in terms of, you know, creating content that can just continue to fill and fill the, the buckets of ideas that you have. And the best part of it is they're not just random ideas. They're ideas from people that actually are going to watch that want to hear the answers. So just that you've gone the extra step to figure out what those customers or what those consumers want to know, and you're solving their problems in real time, adds so much value. And if you're a business and you can find a way to add value, not just with your products and services, but also with your content and with your communication, that's the secret. You are using your communication as a way to better connect with customers and as a way to solve problems. Why haven't people figured that out? That your advertising, which is just communication, should be more interactive. And then while it's being interactive, should be solving problems. What a novel thought that you can use your advertising to be a new solution for your customers. And the best in the game right now are productizing that, to be honest. They're saying, okay, I'm going to find out what the questions are and find out how to answer those uh, in small bits. And then if you want a deeper dive, sign up for my service, buy my ebook, take this trip with me and learn what I have to teach. Uh, There's lots of ways that the influencers in the space are using it, but you as a business could help solve problems just as easily. And whether you turn it into a profit center or not, it at very least is an asset an asset in terms of you have attention that now is living on a platform that you own because you've converted them into signing into your bot or tuning into your show, which then you feed back into your Facebook group or into your website and say, this is a fans for, you know, comments and questions, sign in here to read the links in the notes, sign in here. 
it becomes a cycle where you no longer at the mercy of the larger platforms that, you know, one day might decide to turn your page off uh, or they may, you know, go away or a new platform may arise. You're no longer at the mercy of them. You're using them as feeders for your community. And if you can focus on building community and listening to community, you are at such an advantage and live lets you do that. And bots are just kind of an interesting way to do that as well. They could be the one sending your invitation out. You know, you've collected this list of consumers. And if you're asking the right questions, as you're asking questions with the bots, uh, you can start to add different keyword tags and sequences to your consumers and say, okay, this person answered the question this way. I'm going to put them in this bucket. So if you said, what do you, what would you rather hear? Uh, something about Instagram or something about Facebook, and they say Instagram, you can now key tag them as this is, I might not be using the language right, but let's call it key tagging. You can say this consumer is interested in Instagram. And every time I send out a note about Instagram, I'm just going to send it to those consumers because they've asked for it. And the people that didn't ask for it, they don't get messages that they would consider as spam. What a great way to connect the responsiveness of a bot with the next media that you're putting out, which could be broadcast-based or whatever, but it is at least more customized. Uh, And that intuitiveness, that responsiveness to actual feedback is something you can only get in a place like that where you're actually listening, adapting, and then revising what you are sending. And this is one of my biggest pain points with things like email uh, and other media where people have, they've been around for so long that when they're being used by advertisers, they get lazy. They start to send things out that it's one message to everybody. And that message is not unique. It's not customized. It's not broken down for an individual's wants and needs. It's just spam. That's, you know, the definition of spam. It is out there in a way that is not useful and they didn't ask for it. Or if they did ask for it, they would have preferred something that was more customized to them because you didn't break people out into different segments and different groups of people. You can do that with email. The good ones, the good marketers are doing that. But most people that I know are not. They are being, you know, at most they've gotten down to one or two or three segments. But beyond that, they start to focus on other things. So what I would say is, If you're in that space where you're creating a message that goes out to a mass uh, group, is there ways to divide it down into smaller groups? Like imagine instead of it being sent to, you know, one big group, you divide that group into two. What would you do different? How would you split that into two? And then I challenge you to say, if you had to divide it into four groups, how would you divide it? And how about 10? And then how about 100? Maybe you don't have to make such a big jump, but imagine how much differently, you would think about your messaging if you had to write it 10 different ways to 10 different people or 100 different ways to 100 different people. And all the different buckets, you would decide, okay, well, what what kinds of people group together more uh, or less for my type of product? What are the, the commonalities? And what's the messaging that really works for different groups of people within my consumer set? I think this is so much more interesting than honing in on a a key avatar or one key persona or audience, or even the segmentation work that goes down at a lot of ad agencies where they break your consumer into three, four, five, six groups, and they stop there. 
if you can think about it from a messaging standpoint, you know, who is going to want to receive what type of messages and how valuable it is to, to get input on that. So, you know, doing that work can seem daunting, that's for sure. But as you start to get input from consumers in form of bot or whatever, even live from a, a live feed, you suddenly have insight and conversation that you can use to help you with that categorization. And how valuable is that? Because at the end of the day, when you talk to a consumer like a consumer, like a human, like a human person, and you say, hey, John, thanks for signing up. Uh, I know you're interested in summer stuff. Here's our summer line. That's super valuable because you've customized it to that person's specific interest. And guess what? They'll thank you for it. They'll actually pay attention because you're talking to them like a human. And if they're interested in buying, they'll buy it. You don't have to spend all your time storytelling and creating amazing visuals and find, trying to figure out how to pull on a heartstring so that they have a moment and decide that they're connected to your brand. You don't have to do all that. You just have to listen. You just have to actually be out there, have conversations, listen to your customers and see what they have to say in return. And then deliver on that find out what their pain points and problems are and deliver on that. that. That's the power of these media type. So that was really interesting for me. And what I also love is this idea of community. The idea that you are actively seeking out your people, the people that want to put in the extra time to have a conversation with you. Not every customer wants to check in with you live and watch your show. That's, that's just not going to happen. But there are the few people that are either at the right stage in their life or at the right stage of the buying process that do want to chi uh, chime in and watch and see what you're doing. And those people are, are at a very special point in their lives and you can get that feedback from them. But knowing that that is a tribe that is putting value into you, that they are a more, you know, whatever you want to call it, they are a higher engaged advocate. They are a loyal fan. They're a most likely more frequent customer or more uh, higher ticket customer, someone who's basically spending more with you or willing to spend more with you. Those people are the ones you should be asking because them and uh, those people and people like them are the ones that you should be designing your products around. The people that are willing to put that energy in are the ones that you should be catering to. And how awesome is that to have someone to design your business around that isn't just anybody. They're the ones that put time back into you and that will become your advocates. They're the ones that when you start to make tweaks and you've tweaked it directly for them, because they took the energy to, to talk to you and to watch you, I bet you they're also the ones who are going to put the energy into telling other people about you and giving those very valuable customer referrals to their friends and their group and their community and making your community bigger and better. And as you grow your audience, you'll start to see that some of that audience is coming from this type of word of mouth. Uh, word of mouth doesn't have to be all in person. It can be digital and it can be created through these kinds of community efforts. And now the days, these community efforts are happening live. Other thing I love about live is that it is something that can be replayed. A lot of the times you can ask your your viewers, hey, just type in replay in the comments so I know when you're watching it. And they still have opportunity, if that timing didn't work out for them, to watch it later. It doesn't happen on things like the news where, you know, you have to go back and watch it because you missed it. 
you'd go online or do something else that these shows, they live on the platforms they live on and you can watch them at your leisure. It'll pop up in your notifications and you can watch whenever is good for you, or you can tune in and you can do both. Maybe sometimes you watch live, maybe sometimes you don't. You have the flexibility to view the way that you want to view. And that flexibility is key. And that's the same thing that happens with the bots. You have the flexibility to ask questions when you feel like asking them. And you don't have to wait a day for an answer or have to go searching for it somewhere. You just type it in and the answer is right there. That convenience that you can go to it when the time is convenient for you is huge. It's not something every media type is going to deliver because you and you get to direct the conversation. And if we are tagging in our content the right way and keywording our, our bots the right way, then it can become super contextual. You can type in things like, uh, I want to know about Facebook and you can pull up the feed of every video that was about Facebook, or you can type in the word Facebook into a bot and it'll reply with whatever has been designed for the word Facebook. If they've built out that specific keyword, that's the power of it. You can give instantaneous searchable responses based on people's interest in the context that they're interested in. You can't do that anywhere else, which is why it's so interesting. Yeah, Google, I think, started it. Google was the, the one that you know said, let's search for something. Let, type in what you're thinking about. And this goes so far beyond that. You can type in what you're thinking about to someone talking and get a live answer. You can watch something that you want to watch later that you are interested in, even though you know, wasn't, now wasn't when it was recorded. And a lot of the time, you don't have to sit there and watch commercials to, to see it. Uh, how awesome is that? Uh, but for a business, you don't even have to create a commercial. You can just be talking to your customers directly about how you solve their problems. You don't have to run a produced ad top to bottom to convince them that they need something that they don't want. That's the difference. And if they're looking for you, just make sure you're there to be, fi- to be found. If they're a fan, they want to talk about it. They want to share their story with you. You're giving them ways to do that. That isn't just them posting a random picture and a review on Yelp. It's them actually interacting with you because they, they love your brand. So something to think about, a different way to capture reviews, a different way to interact with your audience, a different way to be real time with your responses, a different way to mine data and get real time feedback on your products and a, a new way to, to come up with new products and services. And all of this through just the technology that's out there right now, it's not in the future. It's things that have been built and people are using and it is being consumed at scale right now. So that's the beauty of it. And if you're not taking advantage of it now, you're not too late. You can get in there. I know it's hard to learn something new, but these tools, they, they build them purposefully for you to be able to use and learn pretty quickly. And then it's just a matter of getting comfortable with the idea of creating content and figuring out, you know, how you want to do that and the voice of that, you know, a little bit of strategy, a little bit of advice from people that are doing it uh, and you'll be there. It's not that hard to figure out. You just have to have the confidence to do it, make mistakes and keep trying it until you're practiced at it and, and you get better to the point where it's normal. The hardest thing will be to catch up to you know, a year or two or three from now when everyone's doing it and everyone's perfected it and you didn't try and you didn't learn and now you're trying to catch up when it's standard. It's like trying to build the first TV commercial, your first TV commercial 
and TV has been around for 10 years. You're going to make a lot of mistakes. So maybe you should have started 10 years ago. That's how this stuff works. You need to figure out how the stuff is used and play with it while you still have the permission to make mistakes and know that your audience is going to forgive you because they know at the end of the day, you're trying to add value. That's all I got for you today. I hope you found value in talking about these two, I think, very useful tools in terms of going live and using bots. They are things that I am going to be practicing and trying to figure out how to implement in my business. I'm still learning. I know you're still learning too. That's okay. Right now is the time to be learning to take these things and put them into your business. I appreciate you. Keep on listening. If you get a chance to go and subscribe and leave a rating, I'd appreciate that. Otherwise, keep on building your brand, build your business. That's it. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to not just help you build a business, but build a brand. Head over to brandandbrands.com for more resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandandbrands.com.